Welcome back to your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. Today's episode is full of some fascinating conversations with our friend Jim Hobart. We go from exploring his disdain for having to take the time from his life to eat and sleep to discussing labels and the changing social landscape of American politics. Buckle up, Buttercup. It should be an interesting ride. So we're all getting older, Jim, and I'm trying to remember stuff about you because we're talking to you. Thank you. I remember... so. Orlando used to be sort of like this place where you couldn't get good food. It was a lot of chain restaurants. And since then, since I would imagine the last 20 years, I think we can probably map it out in terms of food trucks and good chefs and incredible restaurants and all that. But I feel like I remember at some point you expressing that if you could just have a meal in pill form, that would be so fantastic. Yeah. Because then you could just get it over with. And I was curious, like, is that, was that a timing thing like I just don't want to waste the time to eat or did you do you just not like food that's a that's a good memory I've I've been I've been claiming that for years I still think I believe that um so I wanted a pill that was three square meals and eight hours of sleep in pill form that you could just take and be done with all that stuff because I think imagine eight hours of sleep a night let's say you get or six call it six hours whatever and the time and energy you spend either prepping food or finding a restaurant or thinking about where you're going to eat and then all the eating and then all the cleaning up and all that stuff. And imagine eliminating all of it, all eating and all sleeping done. What would you do with the 12 hours a day that you now have? That's like half your life. I know exactly what I would do. You would sleep. And eat. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I'm sitting there going, how can I clear out the other things in my life so I can sleep more and eat more? Think about what you could do. What about stress eating? Think about... What am I going to do that? That's another pill. (laughs) That takes away the stress. I do take those pills. I want the exercise pill. I do just pop that sucker and it's done. But but if you're taking a pill, it can be all really good food. It's good for you. You don't eat any junk anymore. But yes, I am absolutely 100% take out eating and sleeping out of my life and think of what I could do. Okay, I could so have another whole career. That's let's say I could you become could do an architect. That, but you, uh, you're taking away years from your life. So let's say you could do that, but you can only live to 50. Oh. Oh, see, Right? Because this. you're, you're getting you, all this living but in. But you can get 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day. But only till 50 right. instead of 12 right. hours a day till 100. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but well, you'd in live our case, so probably much like more, though. Think about it. You could is, do so many but things. But is that no? That seems like productivity is really high on your list of priorities. I, I wouldn't. That's that sounds like you're giving me too much credit. It's not productivity so much as experience. It just feels like wasted time. Yeah. It's eating and sleeping. Nothing's happening. Um, I, I'm not saying be productive necessarily. I'm not saying work, work, work. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. learn life. a new language yeah. or or learn an instrument or. Take your hobby and turn it into like a really right. big hobby. Or Literally the definitions of being stuff. productive. Well, yeah. I don't, but those don't feel like work to me. Yeah, those feel like enrichment. Yeah, it's, uh, not it's, as much, it's not as much work. It's, but it is, I, I would say you're, you play. could have so many more experiences, could, right? Yeah. For all of this stuff, uh, which, you know, like maybe, I don't know, learn how to fly a plane or, uh, or a seaplane. How about or or drones? Or do okay, a lot of drone dude, work. Yeah. This is the thing. Yeah. One of the things that I know about you and that Nick knows about you is if you had that more time, we wouldn't even know who you are because you would be in You'd so be many things. You would be involved with so many different, you're unique very things. Kind. You're very Dude, kind. I mean, honestly, and you're very gracious, but the point is you are this guy. You mm-hmm. are this guy. And uh, I, I know it's not just us that find you fascinating. And also, it, it's 
rare to find someone who's that interesting, but also a nice guy. I mean, you are, you're very humble. Thank you. You're kind. We have the same politics, uh, which I love because when you express rage, <laughs> I feel that rage. Plus also, I whenever do. I catch you live in the live feed on, uh, on Facebook, you, you curate some really interesting stuff. You're the person who got me to read a number of books, uh, starting with uh, The Devil in the Grove. Oh, what a oh, great book. Oh, my goodness. That just... Did you ever read that? The one? D and the G. <laughs> I have not read it yet. It is amazing. Yeah, it, it the, is. You just you learn you learn that there was another evil human being that you weren't even aware of, named Willis McCall, Sheriff Willis McCall, mm -hmm. and the injustices that he and all the people in the community uh, yep. perpetrated on and, yeah. on the black people in that community. It's really, it's it really is interesting. It's also interesting to me. This whole term woke is now being weaponized. Yeah. At first, I thought I was on the wrong side of woke. Like, I don't know if I'm woke. I, w I want to be woke. <laughs> I, I hear people talking about being yeah. woke, and it sounded like what you want to be. Yeah. And now I hear it being positioned rather brilliantly as, as something that you don't want to be. That it's Well, but it's being done by the same people who turned liberal into a bad word and socialism correct. into a bad word. And yep. all of these yeah. things that are not only positive things, but also what America mostly is and somehow being twisted into something that, oh my God, I don't want to be called that. And it's like, I wear them as a badge of honor. Right, I, I do too, I do too. Well, how about the, how about the flag? Yeah. How, well, I, this is me, oh. honestly and truly, I'm, I'm embarrassed by this. Driving through a neighborhood and I see a flag and I feel trepidation. Mm -hmm. I feel like, okay, that person is trying to say something with that flag. It used to be, we pull our flags out, 4th of July, Memorial Day, uh, Veterans yeah. Day. We, or we used car lots. Okay, right, right. <laughs> giant cars and used, uh, giant flags and used car lots. But now, I mean, it's not even seeing a, a rebel flag or mm -hmm. Dixie flag. It's, it's seeing the American flag or the American flag with mm -hmm. one blue stripe on it or yep. all that's black a, stripes. That's a, that's a flag. That's blue, a red flag right there. Blue Lives Matter flag, yeah. yeah. No, but I agree with you completely. And the flag itself now has has there's some question about what is the message the person is trying to send. Right, you know? right. Well, I remember when when George W. Bush was president and the Dixie Chicks came out and spoke against him and how they mm -hmm. were demonized immediately. I feel yep. like that was the start of this weaponizing Americana, mm -hmm. right? Where you can, you, if you're a patriot, you're mm -hmm. gonna do this, not that. And it's like, no, you don't yeah. get to define that. But whoever gets to define it first, kinda does. And again, if you say it often enough, eventually people will start to believe it. Mm. And it's who can repeat it louder and longer than the other guy. Yeah, so Which how do isn't we, really a good argument. Yeah, how do we create a mute button for other people? <laughs> now, you don't have to be on Zoom to put them on mute. You know, it's like, hammers. <laughs> We're back, back to hammers, are we? Back to hammers. <laughs> well, the only tool you have is a hammer. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. A key component to being woke, if you choose to be woke, is realizing that you still have a lot to learn. I don't even know what I don't know, but I'm willing to find out more about it so I'm better at interacting with people. On that note, I have a little homework assignment for you. Go listen to You're Wrong About, an excellent podcast hosted by Sarah Marshall. You can listen to all the episodes, but specifically listen to the one about the artist formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, featuring guest Michael Hobbs. It's an excellent look at early cancel culture in the internet age and what we were thinking back then as opposed to what actually happened. Have a great day.